We're live. Is that it? Boog. Can't argue with we're that. We're on. We are on. It gets more and more impressive every week that we actually right, managed yeah. to. We're on time as well. In fact, we're early. We're not shorter jumps early. than that. <laughs> <laughs> hey. How have you managed to be on time for once? We're one minute early, yeah. You feeling I've got right? shit to do. You've been training. Do you know what I mean? I'm fucking on it. I've done CrossFit this week. I'm like a fucking. I've just seen man. Kirk in Asda this wow. morning. CrossFit. I done my first ever CrossFit <laughs> class. Yeah. How many? Yeah. Don't get injured. Did you do high fives afterwards? Yeah. That's I've, got, part, I've got. Like, and cross, I've got like. And the whoops. I've got Reebok shorts on right oh, now. Yeah. I've got some Reebok trainers. Honestly, we're smashing it. That's class. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm, glad, Cheers, I'm glad you mate. did it. Right. Now, now, now you've got to have a pro MMA fight. I've got it lined up. Yeah. Sound. As soon as I'm here, jujitsu. Competition's just gone out the window because Brian Lacey decided to go and get injured. Brian, mate, yeah. I, think, I think he's just stalling for time. Using injuries next. Have you seen that? that? Yeah, I reckon, <laughs> I reckon he's borrowed it. I reckon, I reckon he's borrowed that off someone. It's not really. He's just running scared. But anyway, I've got a new fucking a new nemesis. This guy in corner here, and we'll get on to this in a minute because I want to talk about jujitsu etiquette. Because I'm new to the game, but there's got to be etiquette out there. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get onto this. But you ask it wrong people about jujitsu etiquette. <laughs> Me and Danny are the most relaxed people with that kind of stuff. So all right, well we'll get into it later. I'll tell you what happened, and then I'll ask for your opinion. <laughs> but first, let's uh, let's start about as uh, let's talk about our sponsors. Um, Amazing Green. We've got like a selection of of products in front of us now, and I must say they make a hell of a difference. Yeah, good some some good stuff there. Uh, like I say, a wide range of products. We've got like the fucking roll on, which Rico's using on his hands. It's all for his knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, doing bare knuckles. So it's mad. It's, it's class. Mad. Can you remember when like CBD sort of first came yeah, about yeah. and everybody was jumping on the hype, like follow fucking so and so? And I'm like, it's a load of bollocks that. Never tried Actually it. Actually trying it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, these are first guys that I've ever tried CBD with. And what a difference just for sleeping, recovery. Like, big it, time. It's made a hell of a difference. Yeah. Like so, I always say, bang on a bat. They've got this is from California and it's the top quality stuff. It's yeah. all tested. It's so super legit. This is, yeah. I've been sleeping like a baby. Like, that's the main thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, People ask about recovering often if you can just sleep better. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to make so much of a difference. Yeah. And gummies as well, little gummy bears and that. But anyway, the, yes. The problem so is with that, I'd end up eating about 6,000 of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't overdose, but be as close as you could come. Uh, but yeah, um, the Amazing Green now live on all platforms. The website's live and you can buy uh, online. Have yeah. we got a discount code yet? AVT10 is the gym one. Right. So yeah, we can use that. Yeah, just go for yeah. that. Uh, there's a few discount codes ki- kicking about. So if you want yeah. 10% off, uh, try to use AVT10. Yeah. It'll work. I actually tried one last night. I used Lucy's. Uh, it was yeah. up front. Lucy 10, you get 10% oh, off. Okay. So it doesn't matter. You're all buying it, aren't you? So just pick a pick pick a name and put ten on end of it. <laughs> you get ten percent off. But yeah, they've got this cream as well. So I like, it. I think people with eczema, if you've got like bad eczema and stuff like that, yeah, the, the yeah the one at the bottom there. If if, if they've got uh, people got eczema and stuff, definitely try it because yeah. I know there's, there's some people who've you know they've used like medication and stuff and it's not worked and they've tried this and it's it's really helped. Plus, so uh, yeah, to do stuff naturally as well rather than putting mad chemicals yeah. in you. Well, that's it. It's a natural. I mean, obviously, people will still think it's like drugs and that because it's from that's just cannabis. education, though, isn't it? Yeah, education. But yeah. It is what it is. So yeah, check out uh, Amazing Green. Uh, shout out to uh, Ali from Muscle Medicine. Um, it was good to catch up with him at Risk last week. And nice to see him again. Yeah, yeah. Um, still help everyone out. He's yeah. the busiest guy ever, isn't he? He's at every comp I've ever seen on earth. Yeah. He's, and he's and he's just endlessly fixing people. The thing is, it was nice to actually speak to him as well because I said to him, "Look, how, how have you got on since like sponsoring the podcast? Have you seen an increase in like people coming coming to you?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's been class." And it's like it's good to hear. It's marketing's marketing, isn't it? You know, yeah. of course. And like if we're endorsing him, and then he's going out and getting more work. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, loads of fighters are using him and stuff. And like you say, he's getting to grappling competitions. And I think Empire, we had like a little... Yeah, a little, little area set up. And oh, did he? Honestly, yeah. I've seen like... At one point, there must have been about five guys deep just waiting to jump on the table. Oh, so, you know what I mean? It's... Uh, End of day, he looks like he's been been through um, a bit of torment. He's had that many guys. His hands must be in bits. But yeah, he's a hardworking dude and hopefully reaping benefits from yeah, it. smashing it. And um, finally, excess guard. He's got to catch up with Chris at, at risk. We um, love Chris. Yeah, well, you're one of his, yeah he does your mouth guards as well, well doesn't he? guy, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a top guy. Uh, looks after all our fighters and that. And uh, yeah, just a just a real top guy. Just sends me random fucking gum shields every now and again with random designs on and stuff. That's so. class. He's another one, Anything though. you want. You 10 can. o'clock every night, 11 o'clock. At, you know what I mean? People ask me about our oh, working hard and stuff like that. I'm, I'm tucked up in bed with missus and yeah, he's yeah. like... I'm just knocking off at 11.30. He's pretty night. shifting, isn't he? Yeah. Like, what a guy. Yeah. Is he watching, Danny? Because he normally, he normally watches live. He'll, he'll be uh, he'll be in his yeah. he'll be Shout in his out lab. to excess guard yeah. though right yeah. right yeah, top guy so welcome to the studio the Yorkshire Gripper which to be <laughs> fair I think that's the best Instagram handle <laughs> I've ever seen but I fucking love it me I think it's class uh, but yeah welcome to the I get the sometimes podcast. people make a mistake and call me Yorkshire Ripper I'm like look there's a big, there's a big difference here you need, you know, I don't I don't murder prostitutes I'm just trying to murder <laughs> Not people yeah, you don't tell anybody about <laughs> it Oh man, no, good to be here. Thank you very much. That's no, all right. We had a few requests. We put, I put that out. I made. Oh, I should say I made a few mistakes on that Instagram uh, with some names. I, I misread some names. <laughs> do Daddy, do you want to explain it? Oh, let's just. Should we miss that? Let's just glaze. All right. Anyway, you got a few. You got a few. <laughs> no, shout thank out. you. Um, so we're like, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so you're the, the jujitsu guy. We have yeah. to do. We're doing another jujitsu episode, aren't we? Yeah. We're back, yeah. We had Cam on. We're gonna go deep. Morby, so, yeah, yeah. Morby as well last week. week. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so obviously competing, you know, teaching, living the jujitsu life. Are you, do you work a job as well? Yeah, like? so uh, I'm a production manager for a big company called Parker Hannafin. Um, so we make um, like marine valves for ships and stuff. Yeah, that's a very I fucking love it. Yes. Yeah, talk about ships. Navy so, guy. So you've got. Yeah, we just had a bit of a bit of a two minute uh, chew before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so like, it's long. You know what I mean? I get most mornings. I get up at half five. Uh, I'm on the road at six. An hour into Sheffield, so it's not even close because I live in Goul. Uh, an hour into Sheffield, usually seven while five in the office, an hour home, and then it's coaching for a good couple of hours in the evening. So busy schedule, but you know what I mean. There's other people doing it as well. Is, is work like, is it more physical or is it more like paperwork and stuff like that? No, I'm, I'm a, a rider desk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a desk jockey. Yeah. I walk around a lot, but no, it's nothing manual. So I'm production manager. I'm shouting out orders at people and stuff. Uh, no, I try I try to be as laid back as I can. So I'm no, nothing manual anyway. So that's just a mental drain. And, any any plan to sort of leave work and go jujitsu full time? Obviously, jujitsu is an hard thing to make money in. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, that's probably something worth talking about. Like, you know, all these like competitions that obviously there'll be smaller competitions, but it, can you earn some some decent money if you get up to? You no, know? nah, man. Oof, that went down like, a lot, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've I've had this a lot. Give your dreams up, Josh. <laughs> Give it up. Especially yeah, yeah. when we go to like seminars, people are like, oh, you're doing really good. Why don't you go full time? You'll make it a full time living. And and the one thing I would say to people is, look, you you need to have a business strategy. If you want to do jujitsu full time, you even need to be rinsing it with the uh, private lessons or you need to be having your own gym or being a coach as part of a gym. Yeah. The few times I've been paid, it's been nice, but you know what I mean? There's no way you could support yourself. I think in the last two months, I probably had the most successful um, time in, in terms of getting paid from jiu-jitsu and it's nowhere near even enough to, to earn a living from. Yeah. 
you need to be thinking like as a businessman. If if you're gonna do it, great. Uh, but like you need to be getting into like some sort of coaching. Do you think it'd take the love out of it though if you did try to pursue it as a job? I reckon. It, well, I don't know. I've worried about this. You know what I mean? Because I think if if I maybe push push the gym in goal for six eight months and made it bigger and stuff, maybe that'd be an option. But you've got your own gym, or do you? Uh, no, my mate Neil owns it. Okay. I just coach at the gym, um, and we like share that bit of the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not sure. Like I'm. I'm 31 year old. I'm, you know, I'm probably on the decline. You know what I mean, a little bit. Um, so where I'm at is, do I? Do I, I've worked really hard in my career to get where I'm at. So do I want to maybe necessarily turn that off just to try and do the jiu-jitsu? And, and as you said, would it become a job then? Yeah, that's a very important line you've got to you've got to maintain. Is if you enjoy it, like I, I we met at Pantheon. Didn't yeah. we last, when was it last year? That now this year. Fuck knows, mate. Fuck knows. I've got brain, I've got brain damage, pal. <laughs> I don't know what's fucking... I'm off to Poland in the morning. I've got, I don't even know where my passport is. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, but yeah, man. like we met... Jade, can you try and find my passport, please? <laughs> while I'm here. I need it. <laughs> I'm flying, by the way, at 8, 8 a.m. tomorrow to Poland. I don't know if I told you. <laughs> this, is the, this is how you like Jade now. Poor yeah. lass. Eh? It's yeah. interesting because every time I watch Danny's Instagram, it's like... Various torment to his missus. Or is it? Um, I seen I put on uh, Instagram or something like, "Is this Danny's way of telling me he's fighting again?" A pair of boxing shorts. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. I just treat him mean, keep him keen. Yeah, I just abuse. I'm sorry, Jade. Just do as <laughs> you please, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I remember once when I went to I went to <laughs> I went to Vienna with Nico and. Uh, we're just in bed, and then I'm like, I get this message like, yeah, Nico's got to get to airport like now. I'm like, shit. So I just like whisper to him, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Vienna. I'll be back in a few days. And I just fucked off. Uh, next day, she's like, have you, have you gone to Vienna? Were you being serious? I'm like, yeah, I'm here now. I'm fucking freezing. <laughs> I literally just grabbed my kit bag and went. I didn't even take a coat or anything. It was fucking freezing. I can't even leave a hotel. It was that cold. Really? Yeah, yeah. I thought, I'll go to shop. Walk like, Fucking 10 metres, I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to sit in my room when it's warm. It was freezing. I just did not prepare at all. This is the that. life of a fighter then, is yeah. it? Or an early coach. Then yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Nico won as well, which was really good. Good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely found a keeper if you can put up with that then. Exactly, that's... yeah, yeah. That's why we're getting married. If she, don't, if she doesn't kill me first. Married yeah. in October, did you say, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Congrats. Awesome. Uh, it's all we'll, good. Uh, we'll podcast from the uh, from the reception. Yeah, it will we'll be go, funny. We'll go live we'll from the reception. Live streaming it. will be fucking funny. But yeah, so go, we'll go back to competing then uh, at Pantheon. Um, how often are you competing? And like, how often are you? Probably once a month at the minute, a couple of months to try and do a couple back-to-back. Any more is a bit of a grind. I'm trying to take less fights at low weight because uh, if I have to diet under eight to basically a wind Livy up to the point where she thinks I'm a misery guts, yeah. fucking hates me for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, try and do it like once a month. Um, try to be as busy as I can. I'm very conscious about the amount of time I've got left. My body's feeling fucked all the time now. You know what I mean? I'm trying to manage injuries constantly. So, yeah. but I am trying to push it. I, I feel like I've got to a bit of a level where I'm getting regular opportunities, um, and obviously versus the time I've got left. So I'm just pushing it as hard as I can now. Did you um, gi and no gi, or you just do no gi? So I did until recently. I'd um, a big fight on Polaris a few years ago with a guy called AJ Agazam. The jiu-jitsu people listening will know who he is, a bit of a fucking dick. We had a good bit of banter beforehand. <laughs> Some little midget with growth hormone jaw and stuff like that. Thinks right. he's good at banter, right? So <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm going to fuck this English dude up and stuff like that. So I'm, I thought, oh, okay, let's go for it. And we had this whole um, thing. It was, He said, look, tag somebody who wants to fight on Polaris, a UK guy. And I just won a big uh, tournament at the time. 
where I'd won two grand. So, so I got a lot of right. hype. And everybody went mental going, yeah, Lloyd Cooper, Lloyd Cooper, let's do it. So then um, it was like, the, the popular choice is this dude called Lloyd Cooper. So if you get 1,000 likes and 100 shares in, in a week, we'll do the <laughs> fight and all this shit. So it, I did it in 24 hours. Even there was like, yeah. there was like my mates, grandmas and stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, like people like called Glenis and she's 90 and stuff like that, <laughs> sharing it. Yeah, Lloyd Cooper for this fight. So and, anyway, this this happened. Um, and it just really started a load of back and forth banter. And it, you know, he was, he was putting stuff. Um, and I said, oh, I'm going to rip your fucking feet off and stuff yeah. like that. But like it kept going more and more level. So the funny story is like, um, I know he's trying to get into a bit of acting and he, like I say, he's a bit of a pretty boy looking thing. So I, and I put this video on, I was like, right, so when we get to the hotel for the Pilar, uh, Polaris show, um, if anybody knows where his hotel room is, I'd love that information. I said, so I'm going to get some clippers out and we're going to go and cut his hair. And everyone was going, oh, this is brilliant. Yeah, 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 it's fucking brilliant. I was like, I'm going to go and cut his hair, I'll film it, I'll put it online and share it on Underground. Everyone's like, yeah, fucking do it, fucking do it. So then I got a message the day after from uh, from Motors of Polaris, like, dude, you need you can't do that. He's like, his lawyers have sent us a message he got his lawyers to send a message to the, the promoter saying, Lloyd needs to uh, put a video out saying he's not going to do that and then apologise. <laughs> Seriously, he's yeah. got his lawyers involved. I'm like, are you for fucking real, and man? You're like, I ain't got any fucking lawyers. I'm like, mate, what are you going to do to me? <laughs> so yeah, he, uh, he sent his lawyers after me, a little old lad from Yorkshire. That's, that's my, did you win the, Did you win then? No, nah, he, he, don't worry, he's a world-class athlete. Oh, right, I, had, yeah. I had a good three or four minutes and then he choked me. So... Back to the point, I was kind of doing gi and no gi up till then. And even the next opportunity I got on Polaris, I was still kind of trying to do both. And then and I think not being as successful as I could, yeah. considering like my job and stuff like that. So probably for the last 18 months, I'm just focusing all, all my eggs into being um, into being a no gi guy, you know what yeah. I mean? So I probably train gi once a week at the moment, at best, just to do a bit of teaching. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny, I'm, I often say when I put my black belt on a Anybody got a white belt? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I probably, uh, just put a white belt on because it's, it's tough. You lose the time and you lose the grip, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, it's, and don't carry as much interest for me, so. Uh, it's evolving into a different sport now. What, it's almost uh, no gi jiu-jitsu? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gi and no gi are very different now. And like, you know, it used to, everything used to be a kind of one. It's like MMA, grappling, gi, jiu-jitsu. It's all one yeah. one thing. But now it's just evolving into its own, its own animal, if you like. You know, you got people just specialising gi. And if they took the gi off, they'd be shit. Yeah. They don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they just re they play a certain style that relies on grips and lapels. And then you get some guys who are just really good at no gi, like everything. You know. I can't remember which way Cam said it. Yeah. Did it, Cam say. You he, he said, get everyone doing no gi first. And then you know, it. then you, then if you like it, then you can add a gi or whatever. All oh, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I think just because the gi is very. I guess it's polarizing, you know. You got this thing on, you're getting strangled. You're like, "Fuck this! I don't want to do this." Yeah, I, I agree with your point uh, there because it's so much deeper. I think if you no gi first, because you know what I mean, it's more of a bit of a, a scrap and a fight. You know what I mean? It's enjoyable. It's yeah. faster. Whereas you, if you somebody's that way inclined in the gi, they could just lock you up and, and basically shut you down for five minutes. And you think, "Well, fuck me, that was boring. Why, why do that?" Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, when when I first started, I spoke to Clive in Germany. Was saying like. He did a lot of no gi and he's gone yeah. into gi and he said he said he found it really difficult to go from no gi to gi. He's like, you might as well start gi and then at least you're going to learn some stuff that you, when you take it off, you've just got a bit more freedom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's just another option, isn't it? It's like it's just another option. It's like going to the gym and doing do you want to do boxing or do you want to do Thai boxing? It's just like another yeah another style, another another set of tools that you got to use. 
So yeah, it's and, and as you get older as well, I think I think probably as I get older, you know, when I'm like fifty and I'm at Matt's, doing gear is probably more yeah. be better because I can just hold on to some young kid <laughs> and just like just stall like fuck. Whereas obviously doing no gear, the older you get, it's very no gear's more explosive, it's faster. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like that, that the first competition I saw were Pantheon, so it was good to good to see the two two sort of styled, and then yeah. that, that weird combat thing at end. That yeah, class. yeah, yeah. Submission the, the, the submission fight was cool yeah. with the slaps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. little punches, wasn't it? The other oh, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah. punches on the floor. That was it. Yeah, yeah, crazy. That was interesting. I like that because it'll change it. Because like somebody like me, I know a lot of people criticize butt sitter and stuff like that. I've got really. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I I play a lot from guard, you know what I mean? I'm very attacking off my back and stuff yeah. like that. So I tend to just sit on my ass. But in, in a format such as that, am I going to want to sit on my ass? Am I fuck? Yeah. Somebody's going to punch you in the face, you know what I mean? It completely changes what you're going to be doing. What, what rules it was striking on the ground, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. You sit on your ass, you fucked out. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah that's, oh, yeah. I've got to hope that I can get on something quick or you're yeah. going to get punched yeah. into next week. Yeah, it's different. But the the thing is on Pantheon, what they did is they had they had MMA fighters, didn't they, doing it? Yeah. So what what I want to see is just grapplers do it. I don't want to see MMA fighters who know how to take. A yeah, punch. they they already do that, and they're just sort of removing stuff almost. It's like, oh, let's just not kickbox. Let's just do the ground bit. I want to see grapplers <laughs> put the gloves on and do it that way round. That's more interesting for me. Mm. It's like you got these grapplers who are really good at what they do. Why not put gloves on them and see how it changes it? Have you have you ever done an MMA or striking? Yeah, back yeah. in the day, I did like amateur or semi. I think it was semi pro yeah, back then. Yeah, I had yeah. three fights back then. Yeah, um, and then I, I kind of realised that punch, getting punched weren't cool, and I enjoyed the. I, I just found that after six months, I like I've not actually done an MMA class. Kind of just fell out of it, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, right, okay, yeah. So back yeah. in the day, and then I realised I was a jiu-jitsu fighter. So, Liam can put me on uh, a, a submission fighting versus Purple Aki, for those of you <laughs> that know who Purple Aki is. <laughs> you put that on your Instagram, didn't you? Yeah, so if, if you don't know, Purple Aki's... Um, he, he was in Bradford the other day, uh, I think... I think Kevin Mullen spotted him. He's like he's mega famous around like Manchester and Liverpool. So he's, he's a dude. Um, he's got like various restraining orders. So he goes up to guys in the gym. He's like, "Ooh, let me feel your muscles," and he like squeezes dudes' muscles. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's been arrested for it. So he's a bit of a cult figure, like All right, okay. Manchester and Liverpool. <laughs> like, yeah. So everybody, everybody always jokes about Purple Aki. Yeah. So just go, just Google stuff. Honestly, it's an endless fun to talk yeah. about Purple Aki. Get greased up. I'm sure he'll want to grapple <laughs> you. He'll be loving it. So I had to promise to. Chris Thompson, um, that I'd get Purple Aki into, into the <laughs> podcast. So there we go. I've done the job now. Yeah, we'll get. Let's get Purple Aki on the podcast. Let's talk to him about his why he likes touching people's muscles. Can you say? I'm sorry. Is he a? He's not a real. This guy's real. He's just a guy. No, he's just no, a guy. He's definitely not a jujitsu <laughs> right. Unless he's a purple belt. Imagine purple, that. Purple, yeah, well, purple, yeah. purple Aki. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just some guy. Yeah, he's just some guy. Yeah, right. he goes around gyms. People. Can, so we'll have him on and Lewis Jackson. Yeah, and, uh, we can have like a, that'd be a good podcast. That yeah, great. <laughs> and then you can fight for that ten grand with yeah. Lewis Jackson. <laughs> oh, I remember that douchebag. Yeah, and he was sending you messages saying, "I'll, I'll mess you hell. up." You're crazy. Yeah. The mad thing is, you actually turned up with a wedge of cash. Wow. You're the only guy we know who would do that. You turn up with a wedge of cash, and you're like, "Where the fuck?" It are was you? so funny because like, like <laughs> jujitsu fundamentals is on a Monday night at six o'clock. Gym were fucking rammed. That night, <laughs> 80 everyone, people. Everyone turned up with a gi. Everybody were ready to go. And he's walking around with 10 grand. <laughs> Mad on it. I need to do it more often, get the gym busy, yeah. Had yeah. he fought on the show or something? No, no, he, he was going to fight on the show and then he, he sort of like, then he just fucked, he had his medical and he fucked off. And then he start, started, started saying, oh, oh, Danny was stitching me up. 
Yeah, there were, there were like a big weight difference and that. It's like, yeah, you were fucking 10 kilos heavier than your opponent. Because <laughs> you're really shit. You know what I mean? I thought, oh, it doesn't matter that you're heavier than this guy. And I'm paying him as well to step in last minute. And then he still thinks that he's getting dicked over, so... These okay. people are crazy, man. I think um, people like the social media aspect that I'm doing a fight. You know what I mean? I'm going to be in an MMA fight. So they can tell all the mates, but actually when it comes to stepping in, it's when their arse drops out. Uh, yeah, man, it's the real deal, isn't it? I think a lot of people just want to have that that fight, uh, that picture in the in the uh, ring, you know, wearing the MMA gloves. Uh, but I don't think a lot of people want to be want to be fighters. And uh, especially from uh, a I get I get it all the time. I remember a few years ago, um, there was a kid I went to school with, and he was always like one of the more awkward kids, didn't have too many mates and stuff. And I've been doing a bit of MMA back in the day, and plenty of jiu-jitsu. And I shared this album on Facebook once, and it was like. MMA sparring. I was like, oh, dude, here we go. Here we go. So I had a look at this fucking thing. It was him and his brother, right? They bought some UFC gloves. So there's a load of face-off pictures like this to each other. But the best bit is in the bedroom. <laughs> right? So they've got these uh, <laughs> they've got these UFC gloves. They've got these shinnies on and stuff like that. And then they're, they're, they're like simulating punches like, oh, knockout. And then they're like, literally, it's in the dude's bedroom. And there was one of him on his bed, arm barring his brother. And then there were like a few people who were like, mate, you need to just not share this. It's a bit weird, mate. You know what I mean, arm barring your brother, saying MMA sparring in your bedroom. So and then the next one's of them shagging. Oh, no, 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 too far, mate. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, that's too probably. Nah, say what you think on this show. Too far. We're completely unregulated. Yeah. If you want to shag your brother, guys, it's fine. We're not against that. I'm from Doncaster, you know what I mean? So yeah, there you go. So uh, MMA <laughs> sparring in your bedroom. I know. Social media is a weird thing, though. You know what I mean? It's. Do you think it's helped you in your career then? So, like, when did you pick up the name the, York, the Yorkshire Gripper? <laughs> that was years ago. Because that's funny. That like that was um, Adam Adzad who runs Factory in Manchester. Yeah. Um, I remember. I think it was like blue belt, purple belt at the time. I was at uni and I basically. Like, Oh, I hadn't been to uni too much and I was just training like fuck and I couldn't really be asked to get my hair cut or beard. So my hair got really like bushy and big. I grew a beard as well and he's like, fucking hell, mate, you're like Yorkshire Ripper. He says, you need to sort yourself out or whatever. And he was like, yeah, that's, that's cool. And he went, Yorkshire Gripper. And it kind of stuck. <laughs> but the, the best thing is my dad's wedding photo. Yorkshire Ripper, my dad, it's the same fucking person. So the joke is... Are you telling us that <laughs> his dad's a I think so. Killer. So, yeah, there you go. Um, so, yeah, it's, that's been around for a long, long time, that one, York, Yorkshire Gripper. <laughs> it's a class name. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm going to have a look, see if there's any uh, comments resemblance. come through. No, I'm going to see if there's any comments <laughs> that come through. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> any resemblance. Going to do a DNA test. Yeah, 23andMe. Is he still alive, right, Yorkshire Ripper? Is he in prison? Oh, obviously I thought he was prison. dead. Because he got really fat at one point, yeah. didn't he? Come on, this, this is, is where you need to get, you need to be on this. We started talking about Young Jamie. Tripper. We should have that Wikipedia <laughs> up. It should be fucking. He's, he's so slow in it. I know, yeah. He's like, what? What day is he's it? Still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Ah, I wonder if we can get him on show. Where is he? Yeah. I'm joking. Yeah, should we go and see him? That'd yeah. be good. Okay, now we'll get him and Bronson on. <laughs> that would be a podcast yeah that yeah Bron Bronson actually so one of my fighters oh, Mark shit. Fletcher no no I'm not shitting you so one of my one of my fighters Mark Fletcher who's actually uh, fighting bare knuckle in July for me um, he we call him Bronson that's like his nickname because he, he went to jail uh, and, and he did some weird shit in jail he's like he's just he's nutter <laughs> <laughs> they give him like clothes to wear and they were just all like stained and not being washed and shit and he's like oh, I'm not wearing them so he just sat naked <laughs> like governor comes down and that and he's just like nah I'm just not getting changed <laughs> just sat there just with his knob out on that so we, we call him Bronson what a guy he's a, he's a funny guy 
And uh, yeah, so he, he had a fight and then through a friend of a friend, it's like a mad, mad series of people who I know leads back to Bronson and they told him, oh, you know, there's this fighter and he's, you know, his nickname's Bronson and that and he's fighting. So he, he made him like a little postcard and he, and he, he put, he drew like a picture of a, <laughs> a spider catching a fly. And he's like, oh, you oh, know, shit. is it to say like, you, that's what you and your opponent kind of yeah. thing. And he wrote him like a little message. And then that, that went through this series of people to me, give it to me and I give it to him. So that's he's got this postcard. Yeah. Fucking crazy. It's weird though, Bronson, we've gone down a right rabbit hole here, but Bronson does weird shit like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he, he writes, he does a lot of pictures, a lot of drawings. It's just weird, isn't it? Yeah. Should totally get one. Again, I suppose like 20 years in solitary confinement, you're going to be a bit fucking out there, aren't Have you, you? seen the film? Have you seen the film with Tom yeah. Hardy? Oh man, yeah, that's brilliant. Classing it. And he's what is it covers himself, himself in shit and he's like, fucking come on. Is it, it's shit and grease. Did he not do grease? Butter, butter innit? Oh, like butter, butter. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> That's a standard night down Donny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of thing that this guy, my mate, would do as well, <laughs> to be fair. Honestly, some of the stories I couldn't even fucking begin to tell you. Um, where were we? Social media. Social media in your career um, in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I think like... I kind of realise that it, it can help you. I think more so from an opportunities point of view. So, you know, I, I try to push the persona a little bit, you know what I mean? Because you've got a brand, haven't you? Like, really, you've got... No, that's what it is. Yeah, it, yeah. As much as you... I, there's too many people that are same, same, like, I'm a jiu-jitsu fighter, and can, I, can you please book me on your show? You know what I mean? You, you need to be a bit more of a personality, you know what I mean? Like, probably when you saw me at Pantheon, I know it's, not, it's daft, but, like, when I, when I win and I'm like, fucking super saying like, ah, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it's something people can relate to, whether they like it or dislike it, you know what I mean? It's just allowing probably the more spikier elements of your personality to come out. And so I think it definitely helps you to become not so much a brand, but it makes you memorable, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's helped me. I think there's a loads of negatives to it. It, does, it really does me chops in, you know what I mean? Um, in what way? Like, I think you see a lot of people living for that, fucking IBGF podium pick, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've won the, the fucking Derwent Valley Open or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> and I think it's very hollow in that is that, I think for a lot of time when I was Purple Battle, I was kind of like, I just want to win a competition so other people can make me feel good, like validate me, you know what I mean? And it's quite unhealthy and it took me a while to get out of that and the reason I compete now is because <coughs> I want to do it for me and I feel like I've got to do it, something yeah, inside yeah. me. But I think a lot of people get caught in the rut of, trying to do stuff that makes them look good on social media. But like, I've seen a lot of pro guys come to the gym for seminar or I've been, I've been elsewhere training with them and it, they look really glamorous. Like fucking hell, they're in uh, California winning worlds. They're, yeah. they're in this gym. But you know what? They're in clothes that they've been given. They still live with their mum and dad. You know what I mean? It's just one element of it. There's so much shit you don't see in people's lives. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's some, it, it looks great on paper, but it's, it's got a lot of positive social media, but for me, there's a, a strong set of negatives as well. So you need to like move away from. Yeah, like your Instagram, is, it's, it's, well, it shows you all your life, doesn't it? And it just showed you Definitely. So yeah, no, you're right. It's a, it's a good one. When you were saying all that then, I was thinking that, we, we, remember when, when we first started this podcast, I said, oh, we're going to get in touch with that Theon Davis. Yeah, yeah. Um, I completely missed the boat. She was in Sheffield yeah, like, yeah, a month yeah, ago. Yeah, okay, yeah. Theon's good, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. She would, she, we'd message her and said, come on. And then some like, I forgot about what date it was, and then yeah. she obviously was busy. So I think, the, yeah, the, I think the date changed, didn't it, for that Sheffield seminar? I can't I'm pretty remember. sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure they had to move the date. Ah, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah um, it was yeah. rebellion, wasn't it? She yeah. was meant to be at. Yeah, so. But she went. She's gone on to win, though. Did she go and win the worlds that she went into? No, she's not done worlds yet. She pretty much won everything, but yeah. um, 
I think she went to Abu Dhabi, but she's done Pans, um, Brasileiros very recently, uh, Europeans at Black Belt. This is bearing in mind she's less than a year at Black Belt, right, so okay. she's win pretty much all of the majors and, and worlds is coming up. Yeah. It's especially for a European, you know what I mean? So she's the first Black Belt adult from the UK to uh, to win those majors. That's it's unbelievable. So and class, the that. world's coming up. She's got a strong chance. Do you think? Um, in, the, in recent years, the popularity in jiu-jitsu has increased. Because like, you guys have been in the game for a, a long time, whereas, like, obviously I'm just a, a newbie in the world. Do you think the popularity Yeah, increased? yeah, like, 100%. Yeah, like, fucking hell, there's jiu-jitsu clubs everywhere. I remember when I... when I, well, I just trained myself in my garage and fucking... <laughs> ben Poppleton was a fucking white belt when I first met him. You know what I mean? He was just rolling around <laughs> on the floor. Him and Neil Owen were rolling around on a fucking... Little Martin. How back old are you? <laughs> fucking, honestly, yeah, yeah. That was my first experience of jujitsu. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I'm in, a, I'm in the gym, in a bag, and these two guys with white belts on rolling around, and I'm like, oh, what he's doing? Like, oh, we're getting ready for a competition, and they ended up doing that his competition, and I think the winner it was Anaconda BJJ. Oh, shit, that was I it was called, that, yeah. yeah. And then the win, the winners, they won their divisions, and the, the winners got the blue belt. Right, okay. Yeah. And That's an incentive. Yeah, yeah. The winners got the blue belt, and I think there was like a few old school guys back in the day all did this tournament, and that was like the start in Doncaster. But yeah, when I first saw them, they were white belts, and then I said, oh, can I train with you? And they said, yeah, and they just fucking abused me. <laughs> like, they just... You, I remember Ben Poppleton once just got side control and just held me there for like 10 minutes and try and get out. And I just couldn't get out. And I was just like, I was just like a kid, like nearly crying, like, fuck's sake. Ben's brilliant. He's a really yeah. funny guy. Yeah, he's got... He's changed a lot recently. I love. We need to get him on, but I love his unapologetic attitude. Yeah, so to but it that. used to be really bad. Oh. <laughs> like he's got he's got something in his brain that's sort of like you know, I guess it's maybe some kind of like autism where you just you just there's no like filter. You just say you see someone and you just yeah. boom, you just blur it out. Because I remember bearing in mind that. I see. I, he said a lot of bad stuff to people on the mats before, but now he's really changed. He's real. He's a little. He's still got that, but he's like he's managed to fucking not be as offensive to a lot of people. But I remember seeing him. I'd not seen him for years. You know, I trained with him when I was fifteen. Then you know, I did a lot of my own training. Then I was training in Pontefract. He'd been in Brazil. You know, he got his black belt in Brazil off Carlos Gracie Jr. And then I'm fighting MMA. And then I think I'm like probably early twenties not seeing Ben for fucking eight years or something, walking down the street, I bump into him. And, you know, he's, he's like, oh, Danny, you've been on steroids? And I'm like, what? No, I'm fucking, I'm fucking 23 years old. I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm fucking, I was a little kid when I trained with you. I've just been eating and that. I'm a bigger guy now. But the first, instead of like, oh, I had seen you for ages. How is it going? It was just like, steroids. I thought, fuck's sake. But that's just his character. That's and it that. is, you know what I mean? A lot of people will be like, shit. The one that got me recently, there was some, like, something kicked off on uh, Underground. Some some guy from a gym had shared something about a woman with a fat ass and then everyone was like going off at him saying, oh, it's fucking disgusting as a coach and all this. Obviously, Ben comes in with the um, alternate attitude. He's like, I agree with him. Who wants a fucking maggoty, maggoty cellulite-ridden arse? I fucking agree with the guys. <laughs> <laughs> just like, mic drop. Fucking, <laughs> like, oh, down shit. Then everyone oh, just, starts no. com- just stops commenting. Then like, oh, fucking arse. He's, got, he's a big personality. People like listen to what he has to say. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you drop that one. I was fucking pissing at that one. I was pissing. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. We definitely need to speak to him. So people come on. Yeah, 100% he will do. Yeah, he's a, he's just a, he's a character like... Let's do it then. Just a, 
Um, somebody commented on your Instagram story about steroids in jiu-jitsu, didn't they? Oh, that? there's a page. So um, it's a really new page, BJJ steroids, right? Okay. So yeah, obviously in MMA, it's funny. It's really funny. Basically, they're ripping the fucking piss out of all the Brazilians. Yeah. So in MMA, you've got like testing at UFC and stuff now, but pretty much in, in jiu-jitsu, the only drug tested competition is once a year at World, and the only people who get tested are the world champs. Yeah. So basically, that means take fucking steroids. You know, yeah. It's... it's it, do what you want. So there's so many guys out there that are fucking yoked out at 17 and stuff like that. So there's a page that's started going after a lot of these big personalities saying, and like the, I shared the picture of Andre Galvao and it like pretend needles in it. And they're absolutely <laughs> destroying people. Honestly. So obviously this guy's anonymous, but he's like going, yeah, this team Atos are full of juices and motherfuckers and stuff like this. And uh, what was it? And they call him chief roid head Galvao or something like that. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. people are going fucking crazy. It's brilliant. It's been the best, Best couple of days watching that. Like, sort of looking at the game of, of jiu-jitsu, like, I can't imagine steroids are going to really help you that much because, like, you, you want to maintain your joints and whatnot. But It's time, though, isn't it? These A lot of these Brazilian dudes are, are banging in four hours in the morning, ah, having a rest, right. doing two hours of weights in the afternoon, then then sparring for three hours yeah. at night. It's just a recovery. Like, if I tried that for more than two days, I'd be fucked. Yeah, yeah. So we'll Try some uh, amazing green CBD oil. <laughs> With any sport where there's like a, a need to win, you know, there's yeah. medals and there's accolades to win, they'll be cheating. Simple as that. If you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough, are you? <laughs> Simple. Like yeah. if you really, really want to win, yeah. you'll find ways. And even if, say, you don't want to cheat, so I don't want to take illegal steroids, but I say, well, I've got this supplement. It's not illegal, but it'll fucking enhance your performance. You would take that supplement. Yeah. Of course you, you would. Know, you, you know yeah. what I mean? You, you will do anything. And some people won't cross that line and be like, oh, I'm not going to do this shit that's illegal or stuff that's banned. But they'll go but, as close to the line as... Yeah, to, and, yeah. but a lot of, of people... and There's obviously there's obviously drugs out there that are maybe they're not banned, that will be banned next year for yeah. whatever reason. There's, a lot, there's so many... This is where a lot of most recent problems are coming in in UFC and that. Yeah, and obviously in UFC, a lot of money's... Like, in grappling, you know, you're not getting big big payouts. Whereas in any sport where you are, boxing, UFC, you're seeing a lot of people get bust because they want to fucking make money. Yeah, yeah. Like if, if you could, you know what I mean? If somebody says to you, right, look, you could go on a three-fight win streak, then get a million-dollar-a-year contract, right? And and But you'll have to take this gear and maybe maybe get caught, maybe don't. Somebody, if you've got a 50% chance of making a million dollars... yeah. You might get caught, you might not. I suppose you're, I've never even thought about it like yeah, that. You know, yeah, like, just being like a, a fan of, of the sport and just watching. And then when you see like TJ get busted for, for EPO. I think fucking everybody's doing it. Honestly, at that <laughs> level. These, there's, there's a fucking podcast called Everyone Does Steroids. Like, <laughs> yeah. We did a couple of weeks back when we were talking about that. Yeah. It probably, they probably are though. You know what I mean? Like every, For the last four years, it's all the commentary about TJ has been, wow, his, his, his cardio so great. His training yeah. methods are the best. I'm thinking, no, he's on fucking juice, man. He's the most shredded he's ever been. Oh, no, sorry, it was Epo, wasn't it? It was yeah, Epo. Yeah, yeah. So no, I think it's just, it's not a case of who's not doing it at that level. It's who's getting caught. Uh, I think the natural guys at, at very top level you'll see are probably the exception rather than rather than the rule. Like you said, there might not be any. Yeah, that's it. I mean, stuff's always changing. Like as much as, you know, the testing, obviously for stuff like EPO and stuff, the test was very hard, you know, to because that's like a synthetic that increases red blood cells. Yeah. So then then people started blood doping where they're taking blood out and putting it back in because then you can't test for that. And then they found a way to, then they started saying, you know, there's a level of, of uh, the, some kind of blood count that they can measure. So then they've, you know, so they've, 
as long as people are making these tests, there's someone else who's in front of them who's making the fucking, you know, well, the we'll changes. See, we'll to... see Nick or something. Yeah, there, exactly. Right? Get... Seen that? Oh, man, what a what really good documentary. Yeah. But, like, you, you're not telling me somebody like Conor McGregor, with hundreds of millions of pounds in bank, right? Can He's got some fucking farm pharmacology sci- um, scientist just making rap. Make me some fancy shit that ain't, can't get tested yet. Yeah, yeah I mean, probably. Yeah, you, Again, you, at his level, if you were going to make 10, 20 million quid off a of five, yeah. shit. But I mean, like, the game the game of, like, MMA, if you imagine how quickly he came up, so he went from, like, uh, you know, Cage Warriors and he won that, and then he went into the UFC and just climbed the ladder really quickly. Like, how much progression can you make it with, you know, supplements like that? I, I don't know, but, like, it was very quick, wasn't it? So maybe he was natural, like maybe well, there's no saying that he's not natural, but like maybe he was still natural to get to that point. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Because it's, it's all right. Like, it's like, like yeah. Jack Grant is, you know, he's going up for world title, yeah, like Cage yeah, Warriors, yeah. and then let's say that he fucking smashes it, gets signed to UFC, and does the exact same thing. In and, and in three years' time, is two years' time, it's is UFC world champion. Yeah. And look at him, he's fucking shredded, and, and he's. Is it your gym this morning? Yeah. <laughs> I think really what, what it is, it, it, it gives you the ability to like maximize your potential, right? Because if you're if you're going to be shit, you're going to be shit. And if yeah. you're you, you look at a guy like Jack, he's a he's an incredible natural athlete and he's extremely talented at jujitsu and fighting. You know what I mean? He's got like abs on top of abs. Yeah, I've never seen but, like it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like let's imagine let's imagine say for example he gets on some next level doping regiment or something like that but what he's going to allow him to do is just train that little bit harder and push his potential to the max that's probably, it just probably maximizes where you're at yeah but the thing it comes back to is when we look at lance armstrong and was like he's a fucking cheat and stuff like this you know what everybody were cheating then yeah, and he was yeah. the best of everybody yeah. if you took everybody off off the epo whatever they were doing he'd still be number one yeah. Yeah. Still, he was still the most talented the hardest working the most committed he'd still be number yeah. one even though they're taking all that he fucking grafted hard didn't he yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean it's, it, it doesn't happen by act. you can't just inject something and you just win shit you, well, they have to go back to 17 to find Oh, right, okay. The one that got me was there was a statistic. It was like um, I think two or three years ago when Chris Froome won. There was a particular stage. It's like Alp d'Huez. It's the hardest stage, and they said Chris Froome's um, time when he went up then would have got him forty sixth in the year that Lance Armstrong last won it. So the guy who wins it like twenty fifteen, yeah, would have been in forty sixth position when Lance Armstrong. That's the time. That's the obviously because yeah, the, the level difference. of doping then yeah, and yeah. the tighter on it. That shows you the difference it can make. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. That's a, some statistic, that. The but, thing is, with stuff like that, it's like, just like, I think they should be tested. I've spoke about this before, but they should be tested and untested. Yeah, I agree. Like, let's have the anabolic games. Let's see. What, what we can so, do. Like, can we run 100 metres in fucking eight seconds? Like, give the guy whatever he needs. <laughs> I wonder why it's never... Why, do you think it's never been done because of a health thing? Like, because then the, the, the governing body are liable to that person's life. Because, like, if you... You get everybody juiced Make them sign that waiver. <laughs> but you know, like, Give me that IV. <laughs> there's too many eyes on it. Like, if you did it, like, if you were the guy that's going to do it, you, you can't say, look, it's all on them. Really, can you? Like, somebody dies. But it's only like, look at bodybuilding. You know, that there's, there's tested and untested. Yeah, those guys are pushing the limits of human potential, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's grim. Yeah. Uh, I suppose you're right. So why, why not have that for all sports? You know what? It's probably the thing is it's probably going to be safer because it'd be regulated. I'm just saying. Chris, I'm just saying. Yeah, Chris, but when you're hearing Chris people, is, Chris for excess guards put Narc Olympics. 
No, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I guarantee, right, if you if you made an Olympics for like regular dudes and Olympics for fucking massive, go crazy on the drugs, which one are you going to watch? You know, watch the people doing fucking mental eight second hundred meters runs. That's yeah. it, man. We're like, everyone's like, oh no, it's really bad, but we want to see, we want to see blood, we want to see pain. Like that's why yeah. MMA is more popular than jujitsu. Yeah, of course it is. It's a lot more insane. People can relate to people yeah. getting the red kicked in. Yeah, it's pretty. Pretty mental, really. Yeah, so. yeah, your average person on, on, on the street or whatever, they can they know what a punch is. But now, the thing is, jiu-jitsu is that popular, and MMA and stuff as well. Everyone, like your average person on the street, knows what a rear naked choke is. Like, every kid at school yeah, knows what an arm bar is. Yeah. So it's going to be crazy. In like another 10 years, it's going to be mental. It's going to be rough on them you can't streets. Have a street, no more yeah. <laughs> you can't uh, have a street fight anymore. Be, yeah, people <laughs> sitting on their ass like me and Berrin Bowler. It's going to be, yeah. Just back to finish that point. That I've got a funny story. There's a kid I went to school with uh, to the point Danny said about, obviously you could take all the gear you want, but unless you're training hard. There was, um, there was a kid I went to school with and I've not seen him for ages because I moved to Manchester and that. I've seen him at local Morrison's and I was like, fucking hell, dude, you put some fucking weight on. He's like, but on gear, Anna. Been on gear. And I was like, all oh, right, okay, yeah. So this is what training you're doing? He went, no, I'm not training. Like, what do you mean? No, I'm just taking steroids. Oh, so you're taking steroids, but you're not actually lifting any weights now. So he basically just fucking took gear, put a fuck ton of fat on, eating shit. I was like, what you've what have you done? So he's, he's gone from like being a relatively slim kid to fucking marginally obese, taking a shitload of whatever he was taking. It's bad, isn't it? Not the best idea, is it? <laughs> Not the best. I remember all as he was playing rugby with like every everybody that I played rugby with they started lifting weights really early, started taking loads of supplements, eating loads of food, and they were fucking jacked when we were playing rugby. And I was just that lanky kid, like I could never put any weight on, or just long. And it was just like, this is shit, this. But now that we've all like gone into like become adults, they've all turned fat. And I've actually sort of maintained a regular body shape. Yeah. Which is weird, you know. And same for like, they're all bald and that. So I think some of them might take steroids. <laughs> it makes you go bald, doesn't it? Oh dear. You're not bald. <laughs> uh, not quite, not yet. <laughs> it does it makes you lose hair, doesn't it? I think. Increased testosterone. I think, yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, we know, don't we, Joe? Your mate who, uh, who were trying to sell that hair, that hair and skin drink. Oh, uh, yeah. I get that all the time. You know when they talk about targeted marketing, right? Yeah. And you're flicking through, obviously you're on your phone. I get fucking just for men all the time. <laughs> or, or I get, what's it? Uh, can re- conversation. Regain. F- yeah, I'm, like, I'm on my phone. I'm like, yeah, Facebook, yeah, Instagram. Regain phone for men. Regain your hair yeah. and, your, and your fucking confidence. <laughs> like, Someone did an experiment, didn't they? Just like talked about like fucking shoes. Just talk about shoes, <laughs> shoes, shoes. And then next thing, shoes popping up. They're listening, man. Fucking hell, I'm getting adverts for shoes. <laughs> Shit. Could be it's worse. True. It could be like butt plug 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> You've been looking at my searches. What's going on here? Fucking hell. Come on, Danny. Get on it. Oh, man. Shit. Um, yeah, I mentioned at the beginning about jujitsu etiquette. We'll go on to this. Oh, yeah, okay. So picture this. Like, I rolled into the gym yesterday and he's been rolling about with Amy for a bit, haven't you? And he says, right, we'll just warm up. You go on my back and... I'll give him my back. Let's just have a roll. Like sound, yeah. So to get on his back. Didn't quite get sinking a choke. We ended up in. I ended up in uh, top position. I don't know. I don't know. I'm isolated. Then we ended up standing up slightly. I got him in a guillotine, and as I sort of got the guillotine, he double legged me and fucking slammed me like to the point where it knocked every bit of wind out of me. Like I was. F- oh, fucking written off. Every, everyone at gym. Everyone at gym turned around, didn't they? That's bad. I think that's bad etiquette. I don't know if it exists, but if we're just coming in and we're just warm. 
I don't know if it exists. Does it, does well, it, it, it wasn't during class, you see. So I, you know, you're just fucking around outside of class. So you're both to blame, basically. Uh, I don't know. It's one of them. Yeah, I can't. I can't with Danny's. But if it's outside a normal realm, do what you want. I don't right. know. There's two yeah. ways. I think it's a fucking minefield out there. This game, isn't it? <laughs> it was in the cage as well, so it's kind of springy. Springy here. The mat. Yeah. Rips it fucking spring. Suck it up, dude. Suck it up. All <laughs> <laughs> right. The mats are very. Uh, yeah, that'd have sucked if that had been on Matt. Uh, that'd, have been a, that'd have been a bad day at the office. It wouldn't have gone like that on Matt's because you were stuck. I were up against Cage, cage. yeah, That's yeah. Ah, Cage Jiu-Jitsu, this is different now. Getting That's a weird it. one. I had a, I had a fight with Morby years ago in a Cage Jiu-Jitsu yeah. fight. That was like, fucking hell. I was a brown belt and he's a blue belt at the time. Yeah. Oh, no, that was it because I was meant to fight Adam. I think he got injured. So they were like, oh, do you want to fight Josh? That was obviously... Me being me, I was like, they were like, oh, you're the same team. I was like, well, it's fucking jujitsu. I'm, I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? So, then me and Josh had a jujitsu fight in a cage. In a ca- where, where were that? It was. Why even there? Why yeah. can't, why can't I not remember this? Yeah, it is. I can't remember. I can't remember what the show was because um, I, I drove to Scotland the next morning to compete, and it was like longest two days of my life. But, um, yeah, it was. It was an MMA show, but they did like two or three jujitsu yeah. fights to kind of like break it up. Yeah. I, All right. I, I want to do that on the next risk. Have yeah, some, have it, some yeah. like super fights and stuff. Count me in, dude. Yeah, that'd be cool. Isn't it? That yeah. would be cool. To be fair, to break it up and it sort of ease people into yeah. it as well. You know. You know what I wanted to do? I, I once went to this mad, <laughs> went to this mad show once in Russia. So I'm in Russia, in a forest. <laughs> it's raining. This is outside as well. It's like a big, big boxing <laughs> ring. So, so I had scraps. I had scraps fighting in an MMA fight, pro MMA. We warmed up like just next to the guy in a little tent. It was crazy. He, he ended up winning the fight. Then after Scraps' fight, there was like a, there was a pro boxing fight, which was televised. Yeah. <laughs> and it's raining outside as well. It's like, just this, it's, it was that real fine rain. So it's like really slippy. And then there was a, it was a Sambo fight, Russian Sambo. Yeah. So they had like geese on, whatever. They did that. Then there was a pro wrestling match. Someone got put through a table, things like setting on fire. <laughs> and this was just, it was just one show and it was loads of, just loads of different, then like a K1 fight. There was loads of different disciplines in one day. Who made the artwork? It was fucking week, crazy. From, from, you know, your story with the Spitfire. Oh, Jamie, Jamie Lee Smith. Yeah. He made it, yeah. I could see another piece of artwork we've done oh, here. Mate, honestly, it was crazy. It was just fucking random as fuck. But I'd like to do something like that. You know, have like a show where you could, have, you could have like a karate fight. That'd be cool. You know, a karate yeah. fight, a jujitsu match. You know, just like some different stuff. Let's Someone take it back. A, Let's some, go like... UFC one, let's have uh, a karate guy versus a jiu-jitsu dude. That's what it. I said to Morby this morning. I'm like, you wear your gi and I'll get someone with boxing gloves on. He's like, yeah, I'll do it, definitely. He's like, they've got to be wearing 16-ounce boxing gloves on. <laughs> I think, I think should, in AVT as well, you could like, if you could have just an open, instead of having seating area, you have everyone standing and you could do like an MMA fight in, on one side and then as soon as that finishes, it drops into boxing ring. You can put like a mad DJ stand in the middle. You can make it to a right party. Yeah, yeah. Donny Warehouse music on. I've never, I've never visited this Donny Warehouse. Oh, I've heard stories though. I've seen Danny's Instagram stories about three o'clock in the morning. He's like, boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I need to it's go. It's great. It's just a magical place. Is it really? Oh, it is. Uh, I took Cam Atakoru once. Pretty funny to t- text someone who's never been in that kind of scenario. How did Cam find it? Um, it was just like asking me why, why are people laying up floor like <laughs> not moving. Like I just. Sniffed a load of ketamine, mate. That's why. Because <laughs> you said Cam's more of a wine and cheese sort. Yeah, guy. yeah. I always joke that he likes wine and cheese parties, but yeah, there were just there were, and there were just some guy just like 
pretending to knock nails in as well. It's like out of his mind. It's like putting putting an imaginary shelf up. Yeah, yeah. Can we have a trip down there? Can we have like if a you want to come trip? there, mate? Yeah, honestly. You got, you're coming, Donny. Yeah, yeah. You'll love Why it. don't we get people from Donny Warehouse after a night out to have a fight? Yeah, that'd be better. Just interview. Just just yeah, in, just get them on podcast and just interview them. Yeah. See what's going off in the mind. Honestly, I put on my Instagram. You're talking about a place where you go to the bar and there's a Ferrero Rocher style pyramid of poppers. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just dancing like. We had really bad headaches. Oh, <laughs> shit. Good, good nights out, though, right? Yeah. Have, you, have you not been then? No. Nah. Don't, not, don't mix poppers and jujitsu, guys. No, nah, I'm not a big one for going out, really. If I, if I drink it, probably in the house, really. Yeah. Too busy otherwise. Well, if you're competing once a month, I suppose you haven't got time to let your hair down as such. Not literally. You're taking your <laughs> Fucking hell, what's this? Come on here and getting abused. Uh, nah, to be honest, me and the, me and the missus. We, I'll, I'll and you've got young as well, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, especially now. I've never been big into it, really. A couple of lads, all of over years, yeah. but mainly it's just been training as much as I can, and yeah. then me and Missy's just chilling out. And fr- How old's the younger now? Eight months. Eight Mate, months. he's a fucking tank. Uh, you know what? We decided on the name Bear before he was born, right? When he was actually here and he was massive, I was like, fucking thank God. He's, he's, he's grown into it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a little big dude. Um, I've been to a baby group for the first time today with Missy's, but last week, uh, Livy rang me up at work. She's like, oh... Bear's bullied his first kid today. I was like, oh, all right, okay. He's just like, <laughs> he rolled over to a one-year-old, bearing in mind he's eight months. She rolled over to him, looked at him, and he's nipping. He fucking nipped, and this kid, like, gave him another look. So he grabbed his lip and fucking ragged <laughs> him. And, and my first reaction, I was like, yes, he's bullying older kids. <laughs> I was <laughs> yeah. like, shit, shouldn't do it. So, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's fucking best thing ever being a dad, really, yeah. really cool. You know what yeah. I mean? See, um, obviously, uh, your little and He's a fucking nutter. He's a. He just wants to fight constantly. Just loves fighting. Just like he had all kids around the other day, so we had. Uh, I, I put a punch bag in the garden, and it, there were like loads of loads of like he's four just turned, and there's like kids off at road who are like fucking you know ten years old. Or I mean, he's like shouting, "I'm like, watch me, watch me!" He's like throwing punches, and then <laughs> then he like double legs the bag to the floor and punches it, and that he's crazy. He, so he just buzzes off fighting, but yeah, he's, nobody's he's gonna, gonna mess with him at school though. So that's gotta be a good thing. Does he wrestle dog? Does he wrestle? Uh, oh boss? He, he, yeah, it's bad. He, he just obviously the dog's huge. You know what I mean? <laughs> the dog's like fucking forty kilos or something. So he like wrestles with it, gouges its face, <laughs> and then dog jumps up and then he cries, and it's just a, it's just a nightmare. I remember that yeah. picture? Um, <laughs> you were roaming it. You were like you had like a. Oh. Maybe um like was it Russian Russian Udi on or something like you sat on car and he and he sat there looking like oh, yeah. really angry. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's an angry kid. I said to yeah, Livy, yeah. I was looking at I was like I was like fucking hell, Danny's son's gonna be hard as fuck when he's older, man. <laughs> he's just a fucking he's like a he's like an old little old man. He'd be like, Daddy, get me some milk. I'm like, nah, nah, you, you've had enough. He's like, I'm getting very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> he always says hungry. I'm like, all right. And it's like, you will get me. I'm like, oh, fucking all right. It's <laughs> like, proper bosses me. He is the boss in my house. Definitely. What a guy. <laughs> he tells oh, us what to do. And uh, he yeah. loves he loves weapons and stuff. Killed a slug, didn't he? Cut a slug in half. <laughs> pair of scissors. <laughs> That's his first kill. You don't heard this story. <laughs> fucking hell, yeah, yeah. He just picked a pair of scissors up and fucking... He's like, Daddy, what's that? I said, oh, it's a slug. <laughs> Cut it in half. And then when I caught him, I'm like, Roman, you just killed an animal. Like, that's a slug. He's like, no, I didn't. Started like just just denying it. <laughs> oh, like, fuck. It wasn't me, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah, we've got a problem. It's the first You sign. like your weapons though, don't you? I lo- yeah, I don't know what it is. I've always been fascinated with weapons since I was a kid. This is his father's son then. Yeah, just fucking. 
Uh, all kinds of weapons. I've definitely not got weapons in my house. Please don't raid me, please. <laughs> yeah. We used to have fights as a kid. We started off with like a fight, like a kid's fight club we used to have. So we'd like, all right, 10 of yous, 10 of us, we'll all have a fight, see who wins. And then it was like, the week after, we'd all have sticks. And then the week after that, like, someone would have a catapult with ball bearings. Someone else would have an air gun. And it just got to the stage. We used to we used to call it like war. We'd be like, oh, we're having a war today. And we'd just go, I'm surprised no one died. I remember one guy got a riding crop snapped over him. I had like loads of weapons, so people would come to my house first and be like, right, Too what low. weapons you got? I'd be like, right, <laughs> you have the nunchucks today, you have this stick, you know, <laughs> everyone would have different weapons. Yeah, I remember hitting someone with some nunchucks, that was pretty devastating. Like, <laughs> Shit, he's yeah, dead. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. It was bad. It was bad. I'm, See, like I say, I'm surprised. We used to sell it. I remember gaffer taping someone to a tree. There's okay, levels no, to this game. Those times. out there that think they're hard or think that there could be a fighter, or potentially <laughs> a UFC fighter. Did you have an upgr- upbringing like that? If you didn't, pick a new career. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know what? There's something in that though. You, the uh, men- like, yeah, the, the mentality like, of, of that life of yours to get you to the UFC, that's, that's got to have been what got you to the UFC. Who knows, Fucking walking park, you're not having a scrap. Yeah. When you exactly. Were, You've been through yeah. like tough stuff and a tough upbringing or fighting loads when you're younger. There's going to be a big difference between somebody who's been through that or, you know, some, like, kid who's been looked after. He's not allowed to go out and play out in the dirt and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But he decides he wants to be a fighter one day. Who's going to win? Uh, I mean, well, that's it. It's like you've said before about fighting, anything like that. You, you wouldn't even bat an eyelid if somebody said, right, let's have a fight. It's, it's, your heart rate wouldn't even increase. Yeah. It's like, yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. That's fucking <laughs> yeah, funny. Like, most people would be like... Especially street fighting. I think it's funny. You know, like, you got someone pissed in a pub line. Me and you outside, I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> yes, mate. Fucking hell, what spinning kick can I land on you today? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just funny. It's like, com- when I see two people, when I was a kid, I saw, I saw two people fighting. I'm like 14 or something, you know. I'm out in in Donny, and then I see these people fighting in the middle of the street, and everyone stops to watch him. I'm like, fucking hell, what's this? And they start fighting, and they're like trying to punch each other and not get punched, like doing this kind of shit. <laughs> And I'm like, fucking hell, these are shit. Like, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I like shouted some abuse. I'm like, fucking hit him then. And everyone's like, shut up. These are like the fucking hardest two people in Donny. <laughs> like, they'll fucking get you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, these, what? These can't even fight. So yeah, it's mad how people, people perceive like yeah. street fighting and hard people. I've met some fucking nutters time, <laughs> nutters you know, are what you want to be scared of yeah, it's not yeah. somebody who can fucking beat you up it's yeah. some fucking nutcase who's gonna like yeah. cut you <laughs> yeah like I've met some fucking real hard people you know what I mean travelling around is yeah there's a big wide world out there and no matter how hard you think you are there's somebody harder there's fucking big gen- boys. yeah there's oh yeah it's crazy like I say I've been all over and so many so many like fighters and just People with mad mad backstories who are just tough and yeah yeah uh, it's crazy. Don't believe it. it yeah. I swear, jujitsu people shouldn't get themselves um, in a false sense of security though. If you've done jujitsu all the way through, you think yeah, because you're used to controlling people ah, and stuff right, like yeah, that. Yeah. So many jujitsu guys I know that think they could probably fight, but you know what? I think when you do get when you get a solid punch in the face and you get your bell rung a bit, fucking hell, that's that's not scary. But you know what? If I got punched now, I've not been punched for years and years. You've been out sparred in ages. 
I'd be like, oh shit, we're, it's, it's going off, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Unless you're used to getting stuff thrown at you on a regular basis, it's... I think Morby said that, didn't he? He said about fighting, like, jiu-jitsu will only get you so far, but if there's a couple of people, you're still fucked. If you try to take somebody to the ground and control it, yeah. you're still fucked, so... Yeah. Funny story, actually. I remember years ago, um, what me and the lads used to do, uh, the ritual on Christmas Eve was we always used to go out and get absolutely destroyed and roll in at two o'clock in the morning on Christmas Day. So there was one time I went to Liquid and Diva in Rotherham, cracking nightclub, brilliant. <laughs> So anyway, we're walking out about two, three o'clock at booting out time. We're walking over the bridge back up to the kebab shop. And then um, we seen these three dudes like fucking teeing off on this one kid, like fucking him up, like his face exploding with blood. So me and the, there was me and three other guys were like, fuck, this is crazy. You know what I mean? This is, we need to go and help him. So we all ran up, pushes in, like stops his kid getting his ass kicked. So then fucking, I turn around, all I see is one of my mates tussling with the other guys. Um, so we start fucking chasing him off down the road for a fight. So in the middle of Rotherham, there's, uh, where the, there's a roundabout where the club used to be, and then uh, basically directly outside the big police station. But it's on a bridge. There's loads of taxis and stuff. So my friend Dan, he's in the middle of the road fucking fighting with this one guy. And then these two run up to me. I'm like, oh, fucking hell, here we go. And I'd, I'd been doing a bit of MMA at the time, so I fucking put one on the first kid, and then this both of them wrestled me to the floor. So this is the, the only time I've ever used jiu-jitsu in a fight. I was on the floor playing guard, like getting fucking... this kid throwing punches at me and then one of them kicking me in the face and I got a few cut, cuts to my face I was like fucking hell this is shit I need to get up so I um I fucking I, I think it was pendulum sweep I, bearing in mind I was fucked I probably was shit I probably got my ass kicked <laughs> but I, I was thinking yeah. But yeah I remember pendulum sweeping back up fucking putting one on this kid so we were all scrapping in the street but there were there were riot vans trying to get because we were scrapping in the middle of the road the fucking the riot van couldn't get out of the back of the police station because the traffic was built up oh yeah so we'd have this fight and then um we punched it i think two of their kids and then there was one left and me and my fucking buddies was filling him in on the floor <laughs> so we were like punching him booting him in chest and stuff like that. and they were like look fuck off and then they, then they ran off so anyway the best bit of the story is um, the next day is Christmas Day. I go down, go down and I put my hat because I cut on my head. <laughs> yeah. my, the thing my mum always used to say was, don't fucking ruin Christmas. Don't ruin Christmas, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I went down and I opened the presents. I had my hat down to here like this. You, know, you can barely see my face. So I did all the presents bit and opening the cards. And, and then I thought, well, I'm going to have to take me off at some point. So I thought, so I went like this. What the fuck have you been doing? Oh my god! <laughs> so I was, I was like, oh, me and boys had a fight last night. Somebody was getting beat up. We've, we've had a bit of a set too. Um, so then my dad's like, yeah, you're fucking irresponsible and all this. And my mum was cooking Christmas dinner at my grandma, so she laughed. And the second, the second my uh, my mum left, my dad went, did you fucking win? Then I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, we're getting right. But he went, fucking good on you, son. <laughs> yeah. Playing the game, but it got mom. worse. So that night, I went to see my grandma, and we had to drive past the middle of Rotherham. And obviously my, my memory was hazy, but as we were driving over this bridge outside the police station, there were flowers everywhere. Oh no. I was like, shit, <laughs> shit. So I got to my fucking grandma's, I went outside, I'm on blow, I'm like, fucking ward. I'm like, mate, there's fucking flowers everywhere. We're fucking killed him, mate. Check, I'm like, check the news, check the fucking police. I was like, we're fucking killed somebody. What are we going to do? I was panicking, like, fucking, he ringed me back off and I'm like, he's like, I can't see nothing, dude. And then like, I'm honestly, so all the Christmas day, I'm shitting it that we're fucking like, going to get done for murdering somebody if they're beating him up outside a fucking club. This was probably like, I don't know, 10 years, eight, eight years ago, 10 years ago, something, I'm shitting my pants. And the next day, was like, oh, unfortunately, somebody got knocked over, like, 
but fuck, that was a scary. Don't ruin that story. I reckon there's still a warrant out for you. It's a cold case. We've just it's <laughs> just come live again. Murdered somebody eight Shit. years ago. So yeah, the, the last time I used jujitsu in a street to, fight. Living up to the Yorkshire Ripper so name. Funny. It was fuck a dead prostitute on the bridge. How the fuck do you get for a Christmas? <laughs> fuck you know. I want really. <laughs> you told a, a dead body story last last week, didn't you? Dead body. About fighting that kid, and then you laid his laid. Oh, choked him out, uh, and you yeah, laid yeah. Your, your jacket over him. Yeah, so dead. they were dead. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I had people ringing me like, You've, "Have you killed someone? Is it true?" I'm like, nah, nah, it's fine. <laughs> it's weird when people get choked out though. They do some really, really weird stuff. Like, I think when I've done it before, I think one time, uh, mate James Nardone choked me out, and I woke up and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> laughing. But the best one I ever saw when I really when I first started training. Well, actually, I first started training with uh, at Donny with Danny, but and I did a lot in Rotherham. And there's this guy got choked out. And like, <laughs> fucking, obviously, because them days, we didn't know what being unconscious was, so you just kept choking. So this guy, he came around, he was like, <sighs> stood up, pulls his gear off and goes, I'm late for work. Yeah, so just going back to that, so the first time you did jiu-jitsu, was that in... DMARC? Yeah. Yeah, so I, what it was, I think I was like, yeah, I think it was 21 when I started. Yeah. So I, was, I went in the pub, I was like, I was doing loads of weights. So I was like, yeah, I'm in good shape. And I said to my mate, um, Simon Lee, I was like, oh, fucking bench press 130 today and I'm 72 kilos. And he went, yeah, so? I was like, well, that's fucking good. He's like, no, it's not. So he went, what are you going to do with that? I was like, I was crushed. I was, you know, I was really proud as punch. He went, come and try this class and see how you get on. So I went to DMAC and I remember it was an MMA class. I got my legs kicked to fucking shit. I could barely walk. <laughs> and then we did, uh, I think the, it was like jiu-jitsu rolling at the end. And funnily, the, Danny was cutting weight in the first of a class I did and we were doing like an Americana. And I was fucking right, spastic. I was nowhere near it. And, and, and he's skipping trying to get this weight off and he's fucking, I could see him looking at us laughing, fucking shaking his head like <laughs> you fucking Rita. And, he's, and so the first class uh, and Danny was there and he corrected yeah, my technique. There you go. The saw at the source. That wasn't actually Dima. That was Clay Lane Jiu Jitsu. Oh, Clay Lane. Clay oh, sorry. Lane, yeah, which which got which got flattened. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, because, Clay Lane. Because there was lots of uh, illegal vegetables ah, around okay. the back. Illegal <laughs> 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 vegetables. But yeah, yeah Clay Lane. That was it. Yeah, Clay Lane Jiu Jitsu Club. Yeah, there was yeah. fucking some right killers, but I remember. Oh them, yeah, like everyone was there. Everyone was there. It was, it was crazy. Tough. It was a tough, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Thought, yeah that was first, my first experience with training. Yeah, crazy. That. So what's uh, next for you in your career then? Because we're gonna have to start wrapping up. You've got to get yourself. Away I know. Again. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. It's been a fast yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah. flying it's, through. Wait, where are you going tomorrow? What did you say you were going? I'm going Poland, Poland in the morning. Right, yeah. So, so what's what's next for for your career then? Like? I've got Grapple Fest in a couple of weeks versus a guy called Chris Paynes. Um, then the big one uh, on Pantheon, uh, first round of the under eight kilos belt uh, versus Ross Nichols. So Ross is probably the best no gi grapple in the UK at the moment. They've yeah. moved the Pantheon as well, haven't they? The event it's a different. It's a warehouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that one I've Donny Warehouse. Somebody's put Lee Hurd's put their love not fight in the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. So yeah, I've got uh, Pantheon versus Ross Nichols. So that one's one I've wanted for years. It's kind of like I've nearly fought him a few times. Yeah. Like, so he's, he's for the for the no gi specialist. He's the guy to benchmark off. So I'm really excited. I'm, I'm big friends with Ross as well. He's yeah. a good guy. So yeah. uh, I'm definitely going to be trying really hard in that one. Yeah. Um, and then a few few more back end of the year in, into August. I don't know. Might fuck off, retire, something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Ride off into sunset. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. Class. Yeah, man. Yeah, Jack Grant's just got back from Amsterdam. Ross, I just saw, Ross, yeah. Ross won that tournament there. I don't think... Jack, Jack's had a few matches with him. I don't think he had a match with him this time. Jack got the bronze. Ross Ross won. He, um, yeah, yeah, Leclerc, you've had yeah, was there yeah, as well. He's, yeah. he's a sick guy. Really good, yeah. So yeah. Jack's, Jack's a fucking beast. 
like um, trained a little bit with him the last couple of years. I think we fought, beat me at Brown Belt, I think, something like that. But I've trained a, a little bit in the last few years with him. And he's such a unique style, you know what I mean? He's obviously, he's an incredible like, um, athlete as well, but his style's so, like, it, it don't feel like he's putting any energy into it, but then he fucking gets you with stuff, you know what I mean? Jack's really good. Yeah. Really good, so yeah. big things coming. Aye, it's very exciting, good. Any sponsors you want to give a shout out to? Of course. Um, so obviously, said at the beginning, excess guard. Chris yeah. really looks after me. Done some pretty swish um, mouth guards over the years. So obviously, with my change of teams, he's going to be doing me a new one at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Scramble Brand uh, looked after me since um, Polaris Yoga for BJJ and Brother Nature Nutrition. Wicked, and that's that, mate. Very good. What about uh, if people want to find you? Are you like available for seminars, private lessons, all this kind of shit? Where yeah, can people find play, you? Man. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'd, I'm trying to do a lot. Um, I do a lot of private uh, classes. I only have um, limited availability because I work so much, but do privates. Um, seminars, again, I've done one in uh, Gracie Baja Durham recently. So um, come if you want to learn leg locks, come shit at everything else. If you want to learn leg locks, I'll, I'll show you some of those. So yeah, get at me for seminars if you if you want to get some leg locks on. Class, Danny, any final words? Uh, no, all good. We're all good. Yeah. Don't fight on the street, kids. Don't take drugs. Don't smoke crack. Yeah. Unless you want, unless you want to win a UFC title, then take loads of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. It's no, been awesome. No, thanks, guys. Cheers. Sweet. Right. No worries. Catch you on next one, guys. <laughs>